Hello and welcome to the Healing is Everything podcast. I am your host, Paul Hawthorne. Well, everybody, what a beautiful day to embark on this incredible journey that I'm going to take you on, this boundless realm of happiness. I mean, who doesn't yearn for the sweet melody of joy in our lives? Well, today, I want to invite all of you. I want to unite us all in the pursuit of a single profound quest, and that is to discover the secrets of happiness and learn how to attract more of it into our lives. Now, as we set out on this week's episode, I'm filled with excitement. I mean, I am so eager to share with you the transformative insights of the greatest minds and visionary souls who unraveled the enigma of happiness. I will take us on a journey where we shall traverse through the corridors of history and modern research as a symphony of wisdom and inspiration guides us toward a life of fulfillment and purpose. With every step we take, we will uncover the profound discoveries of positive psychology, where luminaries like Sean Anker and Sonia Labomorski have bestowed upon us the gifts of gratitude, the magic of a positive mindset, and the significance of intentional actions in nurturing our inner joy. Now I will also dive into the captivating work of Martin Siegelman, the founding father of positive psychology who introduced the concept of learned optimism. Now Siegelman's research revealed that individuals who cultivate a positive outlook, viewing setbacks as temporary and changeable, experience higher levels of happiness and well-being. Now by practicing gratitude, which has been a big part of my life this last year, how important gratitude is and saying how grateful you are for everything that you have in your life. I mean, starting off the day like I do and saying, I am so grateful for this day and today is going to be amazing. And reframing challenges as opportunities for growth. We strengthen our resilience and enhance our emotional well-being. So let's build upon Siegelman's work. Sean Anker agrees because he explored the science of happiness in the workplace and everyday life. One of the coolest things that I found in this research, happiness advantage, which is demonstrating that when we have a positive mindset, we perform better at work and in our lives, we become more creative and we enjoy deeper relationships now, even the most challenging circumstances, this theory, this happiness advantage becomes a beacon of hope and resilience for people. Now, Sean Anker's groundbreaking research reveals that happiness is not only a result of success, which so many people connect happiness to, be the catalyst for achieving success. So creating happiness and having happiness in your life can really 
catapult us into achieving success. So when we cultivate a positive mindset, which is a big part of it, our brains release neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin, which can not only boost our mood, but also enhances cognitive function, our creativity, and our problem-solving skills and our abilities. So in the workplace, the effects of the happiness advantage are particularly profound, according to Anchor. Now, when we feel happier, like I mentioned, we have higher levels of productivity, creativity, and engagement. And because of that, we are more likely to collaborate effectively, which is such a key component to create a successful working environment. I mean, collaboration with people fosters such a positive space where ideas flow freely and we feel valued and supported. Now, this results in us becoming more resilient in the face of challenges, leading to decreased stress levels and improved overall well-being. In everyday life, Anchor's work reminds us that our positive mindset has a profound impact on how we perceive and respond to the world around us. Now, if we adopt a positive outlook and we actually portray that and exude that from our very being, we can become more open to opportunities, which will allow us to embrace change better and accept it more and view setbacks as just learning experiences rather than this insurmountable obstacle. Now, this positive frame of mind not only enriches our personal lives, but it also ripples out into our interactions with others, creating a harmonious and uplifting social atmosphere. Now, moreover, Anchor and this happiness advantage extends beyond the individual well-being. And it, it goes back to like this positive mindset, this creating this uplifting social atmosphere. So when a group of people come together with a positive collective mindset, it's even more powerful. They form what Anchor refers to as the happiness dividend. Now this collective positivity fosters cooperation, trust, and mutual support enabling groups and communities to thrive and achieve common goals. Now, building on the foundation of Anchor's research, what I'm saying here is that we can actively harness the power of this happiness advantage in our lives. By engaging in simple daily practices, like I mentioned that I do every day, such as expressing gratitude, or even better in some cases, performing acts of kindness, or like I talk a lot about as well, engaging in mindfulness exercises, we can begin to shift our mindset towards greater positivity, thus creating more happiness in our lives. So what I'm saying is let's invest more in building positive relationships and social connections that nurture a supportive network that uplifts us during these challenging times. Now let's dive a little bit deeper into the wonders of the flow. And Mahali, 
I'm going to butcher this last name. Sejmetkaltali's research. See, I butchered it. On flow. So he was really one of the founding fathers and did a lot of research on on this flow state. It illustrates that when we engage in activities that challenge our skills and provide immediate feedback, we enter a state of optimal experience. Now, in this state, our sense of time dissipates and we become entirely absorbed in the task at hand, leading to heightened feelings of joy and fulfillment. As my own journey in the pursuit of happiness and researching this topic has unfolded, it has become an odyssey of joy and a pilgrimage of the heart. Because knowing that Anchor and Mahali's work on happiness and the flow state and the happiness advantage, this state and this concept can bring me closer to accessing even more happiness in my life. And it could do the same for you. It's about training our minds to this idea that happiness is found not only from within, but in relationships with the people around us and the enriching experiences we create for ourselves. Every word in this exploration paints for me a vivid portrait of what it truly means to be happy. Now, drawing from the wellspring of research and the eloquence of the inspirational speakers, I feel so honored to share this enlightening path with all of you. Okay, now let's look at the transformative work of Jonathan Hadet. Now, Hadet's research delves deep into the significance of virtues and character in shaping our well-being and the power of gratitude again in cultivating happiness in our lives. So you can see a theme here in all this research. It's really about a big portion of, of creating happiness is gratitude. Now, drawing from Hadet's profound insights, I come to understand that our, that our happiness is intricately connected to the virtues we embody and the values we uphold. Now, by nurturing qualities like kindness and compassion and empathy, we not only enhance our own happiness, but also contribute to the well-being of those around us, creating a ripple effect of positivity. Now, ask yourself, have you ever entered a room when people were talking negatively or bad about someone or about something or everything? Were you happy to be there? Did you feel good around their presence? No, because you were affected by their negative energy. Now, unfortunately, I've experienced this many times in my life. I actually had to call out a friend the other day because all he spouted from his mouth as of late was negativity. I hate this, oh, this person did this to me, or my job did this, or this person in the office, she's so negative. But really, I mean, you're the person being negative. So I was like, man, I just can't continue to be around you with, like when you're like this, when you're gonna be so negative all the time, because it's, it's affecting me. And, you know, I, I just wanted to, to say to him, like, oh my gosh, like, just, if you could just change it around and be more grateful for what you have and 
talk about the good things in your life, not about the, the bad things or the negative, the other negative people that you may have been interacting with. Don't, don't focus on that. Focus on the positive. I know sometimes we need to challenge the people closest to us if they are stuck in the negativity spin cycle like I did. Now remember the last time you entered a room, workplace or a get together when everyone was positive. Talking about how grateful they are, sharing dreams and goals or laughing at something that was said. Well, for me, it uplifts me and I'm sure it uplifts you too. So we are pulled to want to stay in these rooms of, of positivity because it brings joy and happiness to us. This is why it's so important to really look at your circle that you're hanging around with. I mean, if you're talking to your family every day and it's always negative, think about the state of mind that that's going to put you in. Or if you're hanging around with your friends and they're always negative. So I think it's just really important because we love them. I think we should challenge them to become and think about things in different ways. Always remind them how grateful you are for their friendship and how grateful you are for all of the other things in your life. And maybe that can model to them, recognize like, wow, Paul, he's always positive. That's so cool. You know, I like to hang around with Paul. So, you know, there's something said in that. I think we, we, we do have a duty to challenge the people that we love that are in these negativity spin cycles. So I just encourage you all to do that. But if they continue to choose negativity, then we need to limit our interactions with them. And that's just the way it has to be for our own health and well-being. Gratitude is not merely a fleeting emotion. But really, it's a transformative practice that can shift our perspective and open our hearts to the abundance that surrounds us. When we express gratitude for the blessings in our lives, we become more attuned to the positive aspects of our experiences, which then fosters a sense of contentment and joy. Now, Hadat goes on to say that engaging in acts of kindness and embracing a sense of purpose aligns with the concept of adiomonic happiness, which I had to look up, which means contended state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. We can achieve this state of happiness when we find fulfillment through meaningful pursuits and the well-being of others. It's when we start living a life driven by purpose and altruism we tap into a wellspring of lasting happiness that transcends monetary pleasures or any of the other kind of dopamine dumps that we look for often, like scrolling through social media or certain types of entertainment. This is a different way of looking at it. This really, this find some fulfillment through this meaningful pursuit and living with a purpose. Now, from the moral psychology perspective, Hadat illuminates the connection between our moral character and happiness. He says when we act in alignment with our deeply held values and exhibit moral virtues, we experience a sense of integrity and inner peace. Now this harmony between our moral compass and our actions contributes to a profound sense of well-being. And again, it leads to more happiness. 
with all of this said, with all like what Hadad's saying and Mahalani, what do they? What does this all mean? Well, to me, I interpret it as when we find that the cultivation of gratitude and virtues is not only essential for our happiness, but also for the greater good of society because it fosters a culture of gratitude and virtuous behavior, and it models it. When we do this, we build stronger and more compassionate communities, which I'm super excited to talk about in my next episode, that uplift and support one another. And then when we decide to take this path, our spirits will soar to new heights because for the pursuit of happiness is not a solitary endeavor, but a symphony that we compose with every thought, action, and connection. Now, as I've journeyed through this exploration, I've come to realize that happiness is not a destination to be reached, but a way of life to be embraced. I'm going to say that again because I love it so much. Happiness is not a destination to be reached, but a way of life to be embraced. It is in the simple acts of gratitude, the pursuit of passions, and the connections we forge with people that the seeds of happiness take root and bloom. It's about embracing the significance of our virtues and character. So let us not wait for happiness to find us. Instead, let us be the architects of our joy, the composers of our symphony, and the creators of our happiness. In every moment, let us choose happiness, let us spread happiness, and let us embody happiness. For in doing so, we become the beacons of light that illuminate the world, igniting a ripple of positivity that knows no bounds. Now, as I conclude this episode, my heartfelt wish for each and every one of you is to carry the flame of happiness within your hearts, sharing its radiant glow with everyone you meet. May your life be a masterpiece of joy, purpose, and profound contentment. And may you inspire others to compose their own symphony of happiness. I want to thank you, for all my listeners, for joining me on this transformative journey. Embrace the beauty of life, dance with joy, and remember that healing truly is everything when we embark on the journey of happiness and gratitude. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Until next week, I will leave you with this message like I do for every episode. Be kind to yourself, believe in yourself, and cherish your loved ones, sending you peace, healing, and so, so much love. Bye for now.